Welcome, welcome, welcome everyone to another episode of the Women Entrepreneurs Extraordinaire podcast. I am your host, Julie Anderson, aka Brain Lady Julie. I am excited to bring to you yet another wonderful guest with a wonderful story and a very interesting interesting business and the way that she's developed the business. So I want to welcome to the show, Brie Keurig. Did I yeah, pronounce Kirk. Couric, like Katie Couric. Couric, like Katie Couric. <laughs> All right, Brie Couric, welcome to the show today. Thank you so much, Julie. I'm so happy to be here. Absolutely. This will be a fun interview. We, Before we get started, let me kind of read your professional um, bio, and then we can find out a little bit more about you. Absolutely. Um, Brie Couric is a 5-1 Splitnik projector, podcaster, she's going to help us understand that, certified human design and <laughs> business coach, certified online business manager, and a beach lover. With over 15 years of marketing experience, distilling all the online business best practices and trends into clearly articulated strategies for clients of all sizes and industries. Brie has re realized her passion of examining the deeper purpose behind different tactics to help you find the most aligned way to build your business by tapping into your own intuition. Her purpose is to awaken the creative potential in those who cross her path, the way studying human design and, and gene keys, including all three levels of the Sacred Success Coaching Certification with Eden Carpenter, has unlocked new layers of creativity for her that she never imagined. Pro be prepared to be inspired and activated into aligned action when you work with Brie. So I'm excited to hear about a little bit more about your business. And as I'm always telling my entrepreneurs, this is one of the things you need to outsource is something like marketing. Unless, of course, you're a marketing entrepreneur specialist. <laughs> Welcome again to the show, Brie. Thank you so much. I Yeah, that was it was fun to hear, interesting to hear my own bio spoken back to me. But um, yeah, I mean, to dive a little bit deeper into that, I mean, I come from a very long history of just, I started in marketing. Well, actually, I was pre-med. I know you're neuroscience. So it, as an undergrad, I was pre-med, which is fun. Um, always have been a data and a numbers person. Got into marketing um, for a medical device company straight out of college and just kind of continued along that marketing path. And um, so that is definitely something. And as my careers evolved, I've gotten, I love the data and I love the numbers. I even, I would say even niched at a certain point in my career specifically to data and analytics within marketing, like overall marketing strategy. Um, but I also love the balance of, you know, um, what we all have as women entrepreneurs is we have a gut instinct and a gut intuition. So my work in like more recent years has been finding that balance of what the hard numbers, the data is telling you and balancing that with like what your, your experience and your gut instincts are telling you and turning that into a marketing strategy that makes the best sense for you and for your business. So let me ask you, you, if you went into the, you know, the pre-med side, like that was, that was where you, with all that data and the, you know, all that scientific information, what made you kind of do the swing into working more with the the intuition side or working into or looking at how to incorporate both like what was the thing that that sparked your interest that made you say there's more to it than just you know just looking at the hard facts yeah i think to be honest 
the thing that was always interesting to me as someone who's always been a numbers person, a data person, um, you know, I started as, you know, I progressed in my career. I started sitting in boardrooms with CEOs, CMOs, like all these executives. And even though they value, you know, as someone who is a marketing, you know, analyst, I'd bring all these numbers for all these campaigns and everything that we did and would make recommendations based on the numbers we were seeing. And it was so interesting to see how those executives who had many, many years of experience, like, yes, they would reference numbers and they would use numbers and they would almost use that as a starting point, but then they would still make very strategic decisions using their own experience or their own intuition and just kind of seeing how that would then play out in terms of the performance of the marketing we were doing. And so it kind of just for, you know, this, this happened over the course of a couple of years where I started thinking, I'm like, yes, of course, data is valuable, but there's something else. Like there's something else that you layer on top of, of all of the tactical and all of the, you know, uh, like logistical and all of the numerical. <laughs> and there's something else that, that is developed over time or that is fine tuned that you put on top of that. And, you know, that is what truly makes extraordinary businesses and extraordinary marketing strategies and everything within it. It, it, it has to be like, while well, the numbers and all of that is a great foundation, there's something else that really is what takes businesses um, and entrepreneurs to the next level. And so that just kind of started me on a little adventure. I'm a very, you know, lifelong student type brain. So as I kind of that, <laughs> that idea came unlocked in my brain, I started just, you know, exploring different ways to kind of strengthen my own intuition and tap into my own gut instinct more because I was always so reliant on the numbers and the data like it kind of just caused me to start experimenting on myself in a way you know just with little things like starting to journal every day so I could just like get in touch with my own emotions you know and and that kind of just guided me to where I am today and not to say that I have everything all figured out but I definitely feel believe more strongly than ever that it is the balance of both of these things, or maybe, mm -hmm. you know, a little bit more of the data some days and a little bit more of the intuition the other days, but it's always this balance is what really yeah. sets people apart in business or, you know, sets the the leaders and the executives apart yeah. um, from other similar businesses. That's interesting. That's very interesting because it is sometimes the numbers may say one thing, but it just doesn't feel right. And if you go that way, you might, sometimes you discover, oh, that wasn't the best choice. I should have listened, listened to my gut a little bit more. So you mm -hmm. talk about, you talk about something called the four stages of aligned marketing strategy and that customer journey. What, what are those stages and what do you like, what, explain that to us? What is that, the four stages? And then how does that relate to the customer journey that every entrepreneur needs to be taking their clients or their potential customers to? Yeah, well, to, I mean, so the four stages, if you really, you know, it's very similar to a traditional customer journey. So one thing that I learned or have, you know, absorbed in my time in marketing and working with all hundreds of different businesses is that a lot of people tend to overcomplicate their marketing strategy, their sales strategy, you know, and they, and of course, every business is very unique, but in the, when you, you know, take away a lot of the details, it's a lot of, a lot of it's very similar in terms of the customer journey, often known as the buyer's journey. Um, you know, there's the four stages where someone is 
known to you or unknown to you, right? Or like unknown, they don't know you, then they meet, they find you, they engage with you, eventually they purchase from you and then so on. Like that's a very simplified version of this buyer's journey. Um, and what I think of it in terms of, I think what most entrepreneurs, especially when they're starting out, but even as their businesses grow and they're starting to work with more people or work with a bigger scale of people is that they take that simple four stage strategy and it gets very complicated, very fast. And I feel like a lot of entrepreneurs kind of get lost <laughs> in, you know, all the different marketing they can be doing and all that, you know, they get lost in, oh my gosh, should I be starting a TikTok right now? Should I be scrapping Instagram? Should I be sending more emails? And so when I work with my own clients or when I speak to anyone, I really try to bring it back to those four different stages of what that buyer's journey is and, and come up with very, just try to simplify it for them is like, what is, um, you know, like, okay, for the stage where someone is going from where they don't know you, but somehow they discover you, they listen to you on a podcast or like find you on someone's podcast or they find you online through SEO or whatnot. Like, you know, what is the action that you want them to take? And it's, it's, so it's a very simple thing. It's like, how potentially are they going to find you? And what do you want them to do for each of those four stages? Um, and so that is how I, you know, tend to work with people's like take, help them take a step back to simplify things. Because I think that, I mean, I know for me personally, even this is something that I've practiced on myself is it's really easy to get over complicated. We're like, okay, I'm going to use TikTok to do this and this and this and this. And, um, you know, and it's like, well, what is the real goal of it? And so really just focusing on like what the goal is and then, and having that like from a very tactical standpoint. Um, and then on top of that, you know, the, the big question is where we get into the more aligned piece of it is is this actually something that you want to be doing in your marketing? A lot of people, I keep using TikTok because that's something I've had a love and hate relationship with <laughs> over, over time because it's something where it's like, yes, in you know, like using that, that baseline of the framework of like, what is the goal? How, you know, how are people going to find me? What's the action that I want them to take using those three questions? Um, you know, that sets a foundation where maybe, yeah, TikTok makes a lot of sense for that early, you know, funnel or early strategy type, like early marketing, early, sorry, <laughs> like more of the awareness phase of your marketing. But then on top of that, you know, that this is where the intuition stuff comes in is it's like, is this really something that you want to be doing? You know, mm. I personally felt like I was very much forced it, you know, not forced, but guided towards doing TikTok. And then when I, you know, had that, that moment to check in with myself, I was like, I don't want to be doing TikTok. So, you know, and wow. I think a lot of people disregard that, like, what is your gut instinct or your in intuition telling you when you're thinking about those four different stages of your marketing strategy. And so that's a big thing that I work with um, is like, okay, let's don't just do what you think you should be doing. It's like, yes, have that as a baseline, but you also need to be doing what you want to be doing because what's the point of having your own business if you're going to hate everything that you have to do to make that business successful? Right, right. So it's interesting that you say that because I have found or feel as though based on you almost feel like you have to have that social media presence, like you have to do these things in order to be seen by your potential customers. Is that like, what are the other things that like, let's say I had a love hate relationship <laughs> from experience, right? Uh, you know, if, if somebody just is like, you know what, I really don't want to have to do the whole social media thing. 
what would you suggest if that's what their their guts telling them or that's just they're just don't want that how can you market in this current business climate if mm-hmm. you aren't using that type of thing yeah i that is a great question and i'll be honest this is something i'm st- still experimenting with myself so one of the and i'll just use my person cuz i feel like there's so many ways we can go i'll kind of use a little bit about my personal story because uh-huh. for me social media is something i've always had a love hate relationship with um so the first thing that i ask and myself or i've asked others is like how do you prefer to communicate like what is the easiest way to communicate are you someone who can just talk are you someone that likes to have that interaction are you someone who likes to write are you some you know and like kind of getting you know and speaking to whatever the bu- area of your business is you know like whatever your expertise is is like what is the easiest way for you to get information out like what are the things where you if they, someone just gets you started you won't stop for me personally like i'm i like to have big blocks of time where i get very deep and i'm better i you know i have a podcast of my own but i also really like to write and so for me it was like well i like to write long form content and speak in long form content so for me social media like that was a lot harder to try to take my deeper thoughts and compress them into what 2000 characters or whatever you get so um you know, I, I think the most important thing for us is to work with what we're best at. We're all best at something. And so it's a matter of finding out the, con- the easiest way for you to create content or to, you know, construct offers or what, you know, however you want to do it and, and work with what you're good at. So for me, in that example, I do better in long form type content. So social media for me, yes, I still have a presence, but it's not where I put my energy. I put my energy into my own podcast. I put my own energy actually into SEO, uh, like blog, like long form blog posts, because that just works better for me. And because I think a lot of people feel so much pressure, you know, using that, that social media example, um, or like Instagram is like, you know, how can I be witty or engaging in only 2000 characters? Or I don't like just doing these reels. Like this is awful. And that's exactly how I felt. And so for me, even though it seems difficult and it seems almost counterintuitive to what you hear just generally like out people talking about marketing strategy in 2022, I've actually pulled back a lot on social media and leaned more into podcasts and more into SEO via like my blog on my website. And it's paid off a lot and it's been so much easier for me to create content. And so for me, it's, it's a matter of like, if I were to take my example and help your, you know, help the listeners here is think about the ways that you best communicate, because there's also like, I talk to myself specifically, there's also, um, you know, like conversations, like some people are just better engaging with someone, you know, versus just spitting things out or like having one sided conversations, I guess. And so, you know, like what kind of what kind of formats are better for that? Maybe that is a podcast where you're interviewing people or maybe you do Instagram lives where you're bringing people on and kind of just like having more conversations. And so kind of thinking of ways the format or the the channels that fit the way that are easiest for you to you know, get in the zone, so to speak, um, to be yeah. able to speak about things. Um, I, that's a huge thing. And then from there thinking, you know, you know, we can go down the rabbit hole, but how do you best plan content or batch content? And, you know, like working with what you already have, I, it, this reminds me of when we were younger and you're taught, like, you got to work on the things that you're not bad at balance yourself out. And I feel like 
you know, this is, it's becoming more the, the norm now to just focus on what you're good at. And really, because like, why are you going to swim up, upstream? And so that's, that's a lot of when I think about creating an aligned marketing strategy for yourself or one that, you know, you don't want to be swimming upstream with all your marketing because marketing is so important. I mean, every aspect of business is so important, but obviously you want to get seen by more people and get seen by the right people. And so if you're trying to do that while swimming upstream, it makes things really challenging. Yeah, I agree completely. Um, when you, when I talk about people about the brain personality connection or really discovering what their innate DNA code is, like what is their brain strength, right? And focusing on that brain strength, because your analogy is perfect. I use it all the time. You know, when you're not working within your dominant quadrant, when you're not working within your skill set mm -hmm. in your brain, you're literally, literally on a brain scan, spending more energy, more oxygen, glucose, all of this burn. And that, that can be exhausting. And then you take the joy away from being an entrepreneur, right? You take the, mm -hmm. the joy out of it. And it's like, well, this is, this is like an 80 hour a week normal job but just spending more time <laughs> at it right so I, I i love that and i i like one of the talking points that that we have for you is intention and having an intention behind each of those so if you discover or you identify where those what what strategy what what platform or whether it's public speaking or it's networking or it's writing blogs or it's um, doing TikTok or whatever it is, once you discover the combination of things that you want to do, what, why, talk to us about the intention that you need to have with each of these so that you aren't wasting your time. You're making, you're getting the best results from it. Yeah, I think that's really important. And kind of going back to that, that marketing funnel or like the four phases of a marketing strategy where, I think it's important for each channel that you choose or each platform that you decide to go on is to have that intention of why am I here? Like, what do I, and, and not just like, what is the, the, what do I want to get out of it? I always encourage people to think like, what do you want your audience to get out of it? Like what if, you know, to, to kind of flip the switch a little bit, of course it's like, well, what is the purpose of this from, for my business, but also like, what do I want others to get out of it. So before I, I create any piece of content, you know, for me, like using my specific example here, like for me, um, my blog content is kind of where people find me, where people are Googling something and, you know, they come up on a, an article on my website. They're just getting to know me. Right. So a lot of the intention that I put into my blog work is like, if I were to meet my ideal client where exactly where they're at when they're kind of starting this journey. Like, what do I want that? First of all, what do I want them to understand about me? And also like, what can I do to be of most service for them when they're at this point in their journey? And I think setting that it's kind of a dual intention, but a related intention of, yeah. of that, that really helps both from a content creation standpoint and also from, um, you know, like, well, content planning and, and as well as like getting things out either on paper or video or however you choose to uh, create your content. Yeah, I think that's so important. When I coach and work with entrepreneurs, I also I often talk about having a POA, which means a plan of action, like really, instead of just throwing, you know, casting a big, huge, wide net all over and not really knowing what you're going to do once you start pulling that net, like really 
understanding what's your plan of action? What are the things, if I go to a networking event, what specifically am I doing? If I'm writing, you know, writing blogs, what's the, what am I driving them to? I know for me, I, I'm so excited about the neuroscience that sometimes I'm just like, I, I have to, I forget about the plan of action. Right? <laughs> I'm like, I just start talking and talking and talking and I go and I do a public speaking gig and I just enjoy it so much that I don't stop and think, well, wait a minute, I need to collect their information so that I can get them into a, an email list so that I can, you know, follow up on them and, and bring them along, you know, what the path that I want them to come along if it's something that they want to do. So I think, I think it's really, really important. Yeah, <laughs> I think, go ahead. No, Sorry. I was, I was going to, I was just going to say, I think a lot of, especially female entrepreneurs, we, we lead with the heart sometimes and we just want to give, 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 and we're not always focused on what's the, what's the goal. So what were you going to say? Oh, well, I 100% relate to just getting excited and going off on a tangent and then almost forgetting to come back to the why or the intention <laughs> like that. I mean, goodness, if I had a dollar for every time that happened to me, I would be rich. But um, the, I I think, too, what came up as you were talking is I think, too, like speaking specifically to women entrepreneurs is I think, and I said this a little bit earlier, but I'm going to come back because I think it's relevant here is keeping it simple, like keeping it, you know, it's like having one intention, having one goal, having, you know, three bullet points and all of that stuff, because I think women are so used to holding all the things and doing all the things and balancing all the things. And I think one of the, because we are capable of doing it, we tend to overload our plates or try to mm -hmm. force everything to get done. And so one of the things that I work with, that I talk to with literally every client that I've ever had is like, how can we simplify? Like, how can we pull things off? Just because you can spin 17 plates at a time doesn't right. mean you need to, <laughs> you know? And, <laughs> and sometimes like giving yourself that space is where the real like breakthroughs and um, things, you know, you're a neuroscientist, so I don't have to tell you this, but you know, it's like giving, giving your brain actually space to process and to think about things is really how you get to that next level in many ways. And so that's a lot of what I work with too. Cause I think, um, you know, and, and that applies to your marketing strategy. I, like, I think it's so easy to overcomplicate those things. And, um, mm -hmm. and so if I were to give any piece of advice is just to keep it simple so that if you do go off track and you do get caught up in the moment, it's like, you know, you, you, it's easy to ground yourself back to what that intention was or what your plan of action was or what your goal was for that particular engagement, that particular event, that particular, you know, whatever your piece of content, whatever you're doing. Right. So tell us, how do you, how does someone then create an aligned marketing strategy? Because so that it's, so that it is strategic, right? You talked about keeping it simple, mm -hmm. but what is that, what is that strategy that's going to be, that's going to work with all four of those phases of the customer experience? Yeah. So I do talk about the four phases and I'm about to kind of say something funny, but I think if you're really just getting started and you're like, I don't even know where to start with my marketing strategy or it just, I need to blow up what I have. You know, I've run into that myself even. There's really, when you think of a marketing strategy, you have, you know, three big goals, like three big phases, right? People need to find you. 
people are need to engage with you and then eventually people are, are going to buy from you, right? Like that's the goal and the journey, right? Like there's four phases, but really there's only three big goals at the highest level. And so, you know, I think I kind of lost your question a little bit, but I, (laughs) I, how does it, we talked about being intentional, but how do you align your marketing strategy with those phases as a, as a entrepreneur? Yes. So, you know, along with those phases of what, you know, I always think in terms of those phases that is your buyer's journey, but there's also the journey of your, of what your expertise is. So, you know, um, I think, oh, how do I, I'm trying, I know we're kind of short on time. So I'm kind of trying to say this a little bit. Okay. Okay. We're good. We can go a little over time if it's good. Okay. I was like, I was like, how do I say, how do I get into this? No, no, no. Let's, let's just give, let's just give them the diamonds. Let's go ahead and. Right. Okay. Yeah. So as much as it is about what you want your audience to do, you have to also balance that with what you are able to do for your audience. And so like I, the every, it's a two-way street, any relationship that you make with a potential client or a client, it's a two-way street. And so while there are those actions, you have to align the content that you're putting out with those specific, those specific actions. And I spoke Mm -hmm. to this a little bit earlier about, okay, what is, what do I, what is the intention that I want for someone there? I think, so there's kind of like three, when I think about aligning your business to your marketing strategy, it's the content that you put out there, the, the people that you're trying to connect to and what their journey is like, like for lack of a better term, it's kind of like your ideal customer avatar. Who is your ideal person? Like, are they a mom? That probably means you don't want to do two hour marketing class, you know, two hour workshops because most moms don't have two hours at a time. And then on top of that, um, you know, what time do you have like as an entrepreneur or like what, what capacity do you have? And I almost do it. Like when I think, when I get really tactical and like really in the weeds, it's, I know that's three areas, but I almost do like an Eisenhower matrix type thing. Like what is, what will give you the most value for your time? What will give your audience the most value for, for the time that they have or the, the capacity to, you know, absorb things or engage with you on things. And then on, you know, and then on top of like, how does your domain of expertise, how does that fit into that? Like, and what are the things that they need to know at each of those three, you know, each of those three phases, like the, the buyer's journey as well. So I, it's kind of hard. I know we're on a podcast and I don't have, like, I feel like if I could have a snappy visual, it would make a lot more sense. But I, I think there's, um, when it comes, you know, because to me, when I think of alignment, I should have maybe said this first. When I think of alignment, I think of, you know, it's what is aligned for you? What is aligned for your potential customers? And how do you find that? Like, what is that connection that you're creating for them? And so that's kind of why a lot of what I've said is it's it's a two-way street in a way. Like, you have to meet your customers where you're at. And then they, you know, and it's about crafting that experience for them taking into consideration those levers of what time and what bandwidth do you have available? What time and bandwidth do they potentially have available? And the, the domain of your, the final one being the domain of your expertise. Like, what do you, what do you want to be teaching them? How do you want to be helping mentoring, serving, you know, what products are you offering? You know, I know there's a lot of different types of businesses on here, so I'm trying to cover all my bases, but, um, and, and at that intersection is, is alignment and, 
it sounds very complicated, but there, there are things that I think people innately know. And this is kind of where the intuition comes in of like, I would love to put out content, you know, like four blog posts a week. I just don't have time. Right. And, you know, so it's, it's a matter, you know, some things it sounds complicated, but it's very easy. It's like, I know I have time for one good piece of content a week and I'm just going to focus on that. I know my audience, you know, they're, they're new moms. You know, I work with a lot of, you know, people that are at that, you know, like new mom type businesses. And so, you know, for them, it's like, you need to crap, whatever, take that, take their perspective into consideration so that you can meet them where they're at and give them something of value at the time that they're at. And, you know, speaking and talking to then finally the things like, well, not finally, but through that is like, what do you, what would benefit them the most? And like, what are you most qualified to help them with? And, you know, what are the things that would give your clients the biggest wins as well? Yeah. So I'm sure there's a process that you work with your, your clients when you do that. And I'm kind of hearing that it's quality versus quantity. So yeah, I think you're, you're leading them to understand that you want to have that, that, the one blog post versus four blog posts, because that one blog post, if it's well-designed, is better than four just kind of thrown out there. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. It's definitely quality over quantity because another thing too, I, I think that a lot of us take for granted in this entrepreneurship journey is that we all want to grow our business and be, you know, like, scale our business and grow our business and hit our revenue goals and all of these things. And we're always in a rush to do it. And the thing is, is you need to be able to do business in a sustainable way in a way where you're not going to burn out every month because you're trying to put out those four blog posts. And so I think it's really important to just, you know, like you said, like I said, it's quality is definitely more important than quantity. Um, I mean, I even have specific examples where I have a blog, like a blog post I put out two years ago that gets hundreds of hits a month because it was a really well done blog post. And that's the majority of my traffic even to this day. Um, Yeah. And I have, you know, many examples of that where it's like the I think the overdoing the the quantity where and sacrificing the quality is, you know, not only does that maybe not result in the be- the performance that you're looking for, but you also have to think about sustainability long-term as well. And I think mm-hmm. that is, again, just speaking to women who are so used to taking on everything and doing yes. all the things. And, <laughs> um, you know, I, I think that is the underlying, you know, almost like the secret, the secret, you know, that a lot of people don't think about, it's not even a secret, but it's, I think a lot of people don't think about it because we're, especially when we're so focused on the end goal and we're not focused about, sometimes it might take a little longer than we're hoping, but at least if we're making forward progress, we're moving towards that goal. If we burn out, we're not going to be making forward progress to that goal. So we need to do what we can to stay in a place where we can continue to make forward progress, no matter what you know, no matter what pace that progress is being made at. Um, yeah. I think that's super important. I think that's an excellent piece of advice. Excellent piece of advice. So now you, you mentioned a podcast, you do a podcast. Mm-hmm. I do so have a podcast. What's your podcast? I don't know if we have that title to pop up, but what is your podcast? We'll put it in the, so that people can hear more. Yeah. It's the frequency and flow podcast with Bree Couric. Um, I, I do get a little bit more. So, uh, 
as Julie mentioned, I do speak about human design and gene keys, which is very spiritual. It, it's somewhat aligned with astrology. So depending on what your interests are, it might be a little bit out there for you. And I completely understand. But I do speak about that in in relation to marketing and marketing strategy and a little bit of just all sorts of things. Um, as Julie mentioned, right when we started this podcast, um, you know, I have a very long history in corporate marketing and consulting and entrepreneurship. And so, of course, even though I'm speaking, you know, it's a little bit of everything woven in speaking to on intuition as well as the more tactical and uh, aspects of, you know, marketing and business in general. So and just um, like merging them together, merging them together. Yes. Yeah, I like <laughs> it. So now you have a human design marketing strategy and business alignment free workshop. Can you tell, um, tell me a little bit about that? Yes. So this is this, it's actually a workshop series. There's two different workshops in it and, and a workbook and everything. So if you are more inter in, interested in incorporating more of the intuition aspect into your business and your marketing strategy, if you feel you're very logical, very, you know, like too, a little bit too grounded and want a little bit more of that, that. Uh, intuition or gut instinct, cultivating that in your business. Uh, this this set of workshops will help you with that using the tools of human, well, using the tool of human design specifically. If you're not familiar with human design, I know many, many of you are not. Um, that's absolutely fine. I give you an introduction to that as well. So you can kind of dip your toe in a little bit and, and I lay the groundwork for how I connect these two very different, uh, like, platforms are two very different topics and how I work them together. So it's just a very much an introduction. If, if this sounds kind of intriguing to you, I definitely invite you to check it out. It's a great entry point. Awesome. And for those of you who are listening as a podcast, we popped that information up on the screen for the video cast and all of that information will be in the show notes as well as how to get a hold of. So what's the best way to connect with you? Because you're your website is just Brie Keurig, and Keurig is K-U-R-Y-K. So yes. <laughs> pronounce like Katie Keurig, but spelled very differently. Yeah. <laughs> What's the best way? Should they just go visit your website? Um, you said you weren't necessarily in love with social media. Is that a good place? You have a YouTube channel, I guess, as well. What's, yeah. what's the best way? Or should they just send you I mean, an, an email? <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> I I am still on Instagram. If you DM me, um, I absolutely will respond to it. I just don't actively post a lot. It's not. It's just not where I put the most focus in terms mm -hmm, of my mm -hmm. marketing. Um, so you can DM me on Instagram. You can send me an email, hello at brekirk.com. I I read and respond to every email I get sent. You can always visit my website. There's a contact. Uh, like a contact form there. And again, I do read and I love interacting. If, if something I said today spoke to you, I just love, you know, nerding out on these things with people. So, um, so I definitely invite anyone to just reach out and it's me who responds. So uh, I'd love to just connect and chat and dive, get nerdy on things. All things I love it. All do it. some <laughs> brainstorming as I like to call it. I love it. Yes, well, absolutely. You have been a wonderful guest on the Women Entrepreneurs Podcast video cast today. Uh, thank you very much for spending the time with us this afternoon. Very it's something that I really encourage. Marketing is not my forte. We have somebody that works with marketing. I have an assistant that does the social media. 
I am a big person to tell entrepreneurs, do what you're gifted at and let somebody mm -hmm. else do what they're gifted at. <laughs> <laughs> and that if I'm, and if I were to add, just add quickly, I know we're signing off, but just, you know, it's don't get caught up in the tactics. Think about this, you know, take a step back and think about the what, the why, the how, when it comes to your marketing, the who, what, when, where, why, how, um, mm -hmm. and just, cause I think, you know, again, speaking, if, if you don't want to do that at all, like if you want to outsource, that's absolutely fine. And that's fantastic. But even as an entrepreneur, you still need to be able to articulate the strategy, which is the who, what, when, where, why, how. So if the tactics aren't your thing, if the posting and the creating posts is not your thing, that's absolutely fine. But I still encourage you to think about, you know, no, understanding more of the strategic of what you want mm -hmm. from when it comes to a marketing strategy. Good advice. Great advice. All right, Bree, thank you so much for being on the Women Entrepreneurs Podcast today. I greatly value your time and appreciate you being here. Thank you so much. Absolutely. I've had a wonderful time. <laughs> yes, yeah, great conversation with another um, dynamic female entrepreneur powerhouse there. And if you are want to connect more with women entrepreneurs, you you've heard the you've heard me before. Check us out, womenentrepreneursextraordinaire.com. We're still working on um, the website and redesigning the website. Once we have it up, you can join and put your presence on the website. It will be amazing and you will get a lot of additional SEO for your particular business. Join us on our Facebook group, Women Entrepreneurs Facebook group. Uh, we actively encourage people to post on there and interact on there. If you have any questions about anything connected to us, the podcast, the um, the uh, shows, the the group, whatever it is, send us an email at info at womenentrepreneursextraordinaire.com. Remember, it is all plural, women entrepreneurs with an S, extraordinaire.com. If you specifically want information on the podcast, you can always reach out to our um, liaison, our group liaison, Kelly, K-E-L-L-I, at womenentrepreneursextraordinaire.com and she can answer all your questions for us. And once again, I always like closing out every podcast that I do by asking everybody to go out there and simply enjoy every moment. Thank you for being with us.